Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Thursday, January 4th, 2018, and this is The Ride. Well, it's excellent to have you with me today. We are going to talk about life. But before we get into that, I don't know if you've been affected by the winter weather we've been having lately, but I certainly have been, and I'm driving through it somewhat delayed today because I wanted to see if the weather was going to be too bad to make my commute in today. Turns out it looks fairly decent. The plows have been out. They've cleared a path. I don't know what I'd do without those plows. Last night on my way home, it had snowed so much that the plows hadn't gotten out in some sections, and it was somewhat treacherous to get home. In some places, I didn't know the way to go almost. But the plows came, and they made a way where there seemed to be no way. Well, Jesus Christ is our plow. He has made the way straight for you. Doesn't mean you're not going to have bumps along the way. And it doesn't mean that you won't have to slow down at times and be very cautious. But he's made a way for you. And he's made a way for me. I have a plow on my truck I use on my driveway. I absolutely love it. And if I follow the smart way to use this power, then I'll be all right. But I remember one time, the first year I used it, I got a little cocky. I thought, well, this truck has got a lot of power, which it does. And I decided to just push through an area that I wasn't very sure of. And essentially, I was just trying to push through the side of my driveway to widen it. But the problem was, I'd never done it before. I didn't have experience and I got stuck. The side of the truck got stuck into the drift. I didn't have to get pulled out, but it took a while to work myself out of that conundrum. You see, as Christians, we have the power of Christ in our life. But you need to know how to wield that power. Do you wield Faith in God, for example, do you just wield it like a blunt instrument and knock people over the head with it? You've got to believe in this. Or do you seek to understand the person you're talking with, who you would say you're ministering to? Do you seek to understand where they're coming from? And maybe use the Word of God appropriately in that situation. Just food for thought. If you use the gift that the Lord has given you in the way that He's given it to you, in the way that He's measured it out to you, trusting in the Holy Spirit to give you guidance along the way, you can't miss. But you must, you must be operating in the love of Christ. Jesus was very forceful when He needed to be when he spoke to Peter in that rough way, or when he turned the tables in the temple. But then when he spoke to the accusers, 
of the harlot. All he did was write a little bit of something in the sand. And that sent the message. We're messengers. We've got a message to give. And depending on the person, you, you've got to really be hearing the Holy Spirit when you're dealing with folks. So one, they don't completely turn you off. And two, so they'll think about things in a new way. I mean, you offend somebody, they're not going to want to even think about your opinion. So this is where we need to lean on the Lord God, right? We need to understand how to convey the gospel in a way that can be received. It doesn't mean watering it down, but it does mean we choose our words very carefully. So that's just a nugget for you today. I wanted to talk about something different. I'm I'm driving and I'm seeing the beautiful snow-covered trees on my way to work, which is unique for me because I don't normally get to see the trees on my way to work because I'm going to work very early. Well, not very early. I'm sure that I don't go to work as early as some of you. But at this time of year, I don't get to see the sun coming or going to work. And it affects me greatly. I don't know if you have issues like I do when it comes to, you know, not getting enough daylight during the winter months. But it certainly does affect my mood. And I've been seeing that a lot lately. And going to work a little late like this today is actually making my day. I can't explain it. It's not snowing right now. It's overcast, but it's very light. And I need light, apparently. Which brings me to my topic today. This whole situation with the light is a metaphor for our walk with Christ. Our walk in the world, actually. Just no matter who you are, no matter what you believe... By the way, if you don't believe in anything, that's what you're believing in. Nothing. But you're putting your belief in something. You follow me? If you believe there is nothing to believe in, then what you're saying is that you're believing that your knowledge about the situation, the, your worldview, is completely governed by your opinion alone with no higher authority that you have to answer to. It's an arrogant position unless you're right. Problem is, is you will never really know if you're right or not. I mean, as, as humans, we have a limited intellect. We do not know what's beyond that third star from the sun. We don't know what's out there. We don't can't guarantee that there aren't other civilizations, for example, out there. We don't know. And if you're going to tell me yes or no, you, you're essentially saying that you do know. But you don't. But if you believe that there is no other higher authority, then you've just placed yourself as the highest authority in your life. And we've just said, you don't know everything. So, 
Now, don't feel so bad if that's you. We've all been there, done that. If I was to seriously, intellectually think about this, I could say, well, I don't know that there is a God. So until I know there is a God, I won't believe in one. But the God of the Bible says that you might, you have to have faith. And faith is believing in something that you don't know. So, kind of the key to this thing is being able to submit your own authority, what you know. You have to submit that to an authority that you don't fully understand and, and, and know. And you might not even know that it's there to, to be submitted to. I've said this over and over, I'd rather do that than just submit to my own authority and find out later that I was wrong. But no matter who you are, no matter what, whose authority you submit yourself to, this whole idea of light, this is what I want to talk about today. You know, I feel so much better right now, this morning, than I felt in a number of days because I've got a lot of light entering my vision, a lot of natural light entering my vision. But one could be in a situation where you're always getting exposed to the darkness. What happens? Your eyes adapt, don't they? Because you have to see, you've got to make choices along your path. And in the darkness, your eyes can adapt to what's out there. Even if you're walking along in the darkness without any lights, there is some kind of glow, typically. There is some kind of light out there. Your eyes start to adapt. And in the spiritual sense, we can do that with our culture, with our world. We can adapt and get our eyes so that we can see. We don't bump into things. We can kind of see our way around. There's just not a lot of light there. Our enemy is called the angel of light. It's a false light. And our enemy will light things up enough so that you can kind of make your way around. But it's not the true light. Christ is the true light. He's a counterfeit, our enemy. He put enough light out there so you can believe that you don't need the true light. It's kind of like what we were talking about before, where you being the only authority in your life, well, that, that sheds enough light. I can make it through my life living that way. I'm here to tell you that the true light can expose things that that false light cannot it can show you things about yourself, things that you might want to change that bring you life. Whereas this false light lets you make it through life, perhaps, but it never exposes things that help you find true life. I feel good right now because I've got light entering my being. I can see things better. I can see the road better. Last night it was more harrowing because I couldn't see all that well the road. 
Now I can see it better. It's also clear where the plow has been through. That's good. That's really good. Remember that. With the light, the true light about me, I can see where the plow has made a path for me. Even in the darkness last night, it was still iffy. Christ made a path for you. Yet if you're not letting the true light into your life, you might not see that path very well. I often wonder, well, what does it mean to let the light into your life? Does that mean to, you know, be in that word of God like I'm always telling you? Stay in that word. Well, you've got to understand what's in the word of God to know the path that he's plowed for you, right? But that alone won't do it. You can spend time in prayer, in petitioning the Lord, which means asking questions. You can also be in prayer in thankfulness, thanking him for what he's provided for you and that you made it through that difficult situation. You weren't sure you'd make it through, but you made it through. Thank you, Lord, for helping. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me that you are there for me, no matter what the situation, no matter how dark things appeared, you were still there. That's good. But how do you let the light in? It has a lot to do with what you do. And what I mean by that is not, not the doing of getting into the Word and not the doing of the prayer, but actually doing what the Word says. Going down the path that the Lord has plowed, that He has prepared for you. I just passed a car that's off on the, off on the side in a ditch. Must have been there for a while because no one was in it. I think that's a great example of what I'm trying to say here is that that car went off the road. It could have been ill-prepared for the road, bad tires, wrong speed, uh, driver not sure how to handle a vehicle on icy roads. Whatever the situation was, that driver found themselves stuck on the side of the road. That's not where the plow wanted him to be. The plow wanted him to stay on the road. That's what he plowed the road for. So whatever the light that we need to let into our life, whatever that is, we need to apply it. Just like that car, I can say in one respect, that car didn't apply the light as necessary, the knowledge that they needed to live by. Maybe the problem was they simply couldn't see the road very well. Maybe they were traveling two hours ago when it was dark. You've got to be able to see the road ahead. You need light for that. So my point here is that we have to activate the light in our life. We've got to let it in, but we've got to let it through. It means we got to understand the knowledge of Christ, but we got to do so when it says love your neighbor as yourself, you've got to love people. Remember, it was asked, well, who is my neighbor? And then the story was the prodigal, or not the prodigal son, the, um, the story of the Samaritan. He was the one that was not thought to be like a neighbor. 
In other words, you're to you're to love those who are unlovable. And you're to believe that Christ will give you that love that you can share. You do that, the love of Christ is in you, you give out that love to others, and the light is flowing through you. That's how you let light in, is you let it out and God will backfill it. Let's not be couch potato Christians where we're just absorbing, you know, all of the things that God has for us, but we're not doing it. So let's do it, okay? Let's do it. You know, this is the first podcast of the new year, 2018. I'm not one that's really big into the resolution business. Especially having some date be the the trigger for it. Because really, there's nothing special about the date. And therefore nothing really special about the trigger Uh, we need to activate things in our life that we know we should be doing regardless of the date it's when you know it needs to be done that's that's the trigger that that's the trigger date use that when God brings that knowledge to the forefront of your mind that's when you act on it I can pray for this next year though let's let's do that um lord we know that we need to uh, we need to activate things in our life whatever it happens to be maybe we just need to let more light shine through us so that we can get more light from you this new year lord i ask that you would reveal yourself to us more and more in ways that astound us and lord i believe that you will do that as we operate and activate your words in our life more more than ever before. By faith, we can say this. So Lord, as we live this next new year, 2018, we'll be looking for you to expose the darkness, expose the things that we've gotten used to, that we maybe shouldn't have gotten used to. Help us make steps that are more dependent on you and less dependent on ourselves as being the authority in in our lives. And I pray, Lord, that as we do this, it will be clear, so clear, that we've done the right thing and that you've brought new life into the situation because of it. Thank you, Lord, for meeting with us today. And we are looking forward to a healthy new year. Which reminds me, Lord, for those of us who are dealing with health issues right now, I know your word says that you are a healer. You're the great physician. So, Lord, I ask that you would touch every body, every mind, every emotion right now and begin that healing process. And I pray for everyone who's hearing this, who is dealing with those issues, that we would all lean into the Lord and trust that he is putting light and healing into that situation and so that we can walk in faith that indeed our healing is near. Thank you, Lord. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, my friends, you stay in that word and you live in peace. You pray for those who persecute you. And if you feel like you're walking around 
almost in a daze or you know just making it through life but you know that there's more there's some something that needs light on the situation well you know what you need to do you need to find out what that word is saying speak directly with the Lord God and then do what it is he's saying to do and the love and the light and the life of our Lord will become more apparent in every step you take, all right? And I will see you on the flip.